0: Good. Uh, I mean, it's a I heavy investment up front. That's the thing. Is it an investment or is it just... Oh, there's a lot of things like the tol- Tesla of vehicles aren't really about uh, you know, what? Pay attention. What?
1: <laughs> Bye-bye! Hey, we're alive. Woo. Oh, talking about solar power, you
0: guys!
2: At the detriment of our listeners, I decided to see how long would it take him just to find out.
0: I wasn't even looking. Good <laughs> heavens! you guys are the worst at those. Welcome Dude, to you the to have a podcast. That, a professional you production of broken Jars network, and the director's whole job is to embarrass me. Thank you, director.
2: Hey, everyone else was prepared. They paid attention. <laughs>
0: Right and waiting I believe on, on
1: that foot. Nom, 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 nom.
0: Oh my goodness, maybe not. Uh,
2: first off, for this episode, uh, spoilers. Just, yeah. yeah,
0: We're talking about the new time. short story, people. So, new short story, new short story. So, so got new,
1: new content. I, I take it from our professional demeanor that somebody transferred twelve thousand dollars to our Patreon account. Is that what's going on? Awesome. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Why do you yes. think we got the new story? Right. Yeah. Money in the bank. Because we transfer that back to Jim. <laughs> this money goes straight to Jim, people.
0: Right. <laughs> no, so thank
1: we're going to spoil shit. We're going to swear in shit. Mm-hmm. Um, in the spirit of the holiday season. We're part of a network. pool. Yeah, I think that's our intro, right? That's not very
0: professional of you, Josh. Professional, professional just, corporation.
1: I was just emulating Ben. So, oh my
0: goodness.
1: I was going to say, are we an LLC? So, yet? if for some reason you aren't aware because you haven't been refreshing Jim's website every 30 seconds of every day like we've been, he put out a ninja short story on freaking Christmas Eve at like 9 p.m. Eastern time, is what it's like. And it seemed I beat like,
2: Jake so. and putting it in Discord. I felt so proud of myself.
1: Good job. <laughs> you, you beat <laughs> the eldest Gruff.
2: Yes, I happened to be awake at midnight on uh, Christmas Eve, and I saw it on Reddit, it's like, I I beat him, I did it. Two hours later later than me, when
1: I was actually already asleep. I wrote a Python (laughs) script that was supposed to notify me, but apparently it did not so. Well, the website Uh, crashed. That helped, I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. Then it had to be said to the Google Doc. Well, then, (laughs) yeah. Facebook, because that's where I ended up having to read it the next day, so. Yeah.
2: yeah. They right did not first. charge anything for this short story. It was very, very free, just for fun and a happy thing for everyone, so it was posted to So awesome. fun.
1: So, so fun. Uh, Except to fun. torture everyone about Peace Talk spoilers. Yeah. 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 I because this short the short story thing. takes place it's, after.
2: Yeah. Like, he gets to reference Peace Talks, and we don't even get to read Peace Talks. He's writing the stories out of order, and I don't think he's done it's, that before. He's never written hey, the short spoiler. story before the major novel that comes next.
1: At least, not Correct. published it that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, what about aftermath? Was aftermath written after Ghost Story or before? Before. So it
2: was written before Ghost Story, but, but aftermath took immediately after Place After Changes.
1: So, but it doesn't it, technically involve. I think it ghost came story. out in whatever the anthology was that came out right after Changes. Yeah, right. and Even it, hand was another one, but that one kind of doesn't reference anything so far as we know. And it had to be ready for so, side jobs, which I think came out before Ghost Story, didn't it? Actually, wasn't so. was that when it was released? Was it with side jobs? I, yeah, that mm-hmm. was the exclusive story for side. No,
2: job. Even Hand wasn't in side jobs because no, I didn't no, read no, it into uh, briefcases aftermath. Aftermath yeah. was in side jobs. It was the exclusive start, short story for. Right, yeah, so it
1: came out before Ghost Story, right? because I had side jobs before I had
2: ghost story. Well, so Christmas Eve, he opens with an opportunity, open one-liner that he saw it and he took it. It was great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are well, say, obviously. Are there people hanging? Ranging. So? <laughs> yeah. well, it was, was the, the night, night
0: before, before Christmas, Christmas and all through the house that a creature was stirring except me and mouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to do it. Aww. I just looked it up. I linked the uh, the update in the uh, live stream chat with the description for the curious. It has a link to the story. You're so <laughs> sweet. I am. Jeez. I'm very conscientious. I'm a professional live streamer.
1: All right, people who are actually live streaming, you know who to thank when the link doesn't work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because the website probably crashed again. No, Uh. yeah, it's so wonderful. It The opening and closing lines is kind of a series almost of vignettes with a couple little character moments, but in, and a lot of teasers, more than spoilers, I'd say.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, yeah. the, main,
0: the main crux of the story is
1: Harry's building a bike for his daughter because he's a dad now, mm-hmm. and so he's got to make her first Christmas gift. At first, when he was sitting there swearing, I thought he was building something from Ikea. <laughs> but alas. There are we'll some spike. jokes like that in there, so. Yeah, he could have been building a dollhouse from Ikea, except I don't think they make dollhouses.
0: Don't think so though. No. Well, this this way he gets to say red makes it go faster, which is a which an old time. Right. Uh,
1: Love it. So so he's making the thing. thing. Michael shows up with eggnog, right? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, Michael teases him and kind of cajoles him about, you know, like, this is a special kind of joy now that you're a dad and I can't interfere with that, you know, while while smirking and realizing that Michael's done this for every one of his thirty one kids. So, <laughs> Man, it's boy is Michael Catholic. <laughs> yeah, super he, Catholic. He didn't know it before. <laughs> and I mean, he's retired now. So what is he a charity got going on besides, you know, being Catholic? So Oof. pestering their eldest about grandchildren. Right.
0: When
1: are you giving us grandkids? Never. Yeah. Molly can so. I metaphysically can't anymore. So I would kill my at opponent. the moment. At the moment. It's yeah. up to it's up to good old Daniel. <laughs> yeah. At the moment, Daniel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How old
1: is Daniel in peace talks?
2: Ah, uh, he's probably mid twenties.
1: Huh. How old is Leech? I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say he was he was over eighteen in Ghost Story.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's only... Jim basically stated that after Molly, Charity is popping out babies once a year, more or less. Mm. Leech is
1: also in her like, early 20s? She's the next yeah. one yeah. of Daniel. By now? And or it's her, it in she... James,
2: Harry basically stated that there's a lot of kids that left home. It was much emptier.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's got to be like Leech and Daniel at least. I don't know mm-hmm. the next one's. Who did we see in... Uh, well, think, think about... like. Baby Harry, right? So we're. Hank. Yeah, he was like a, he was like a teenager. Hobbit. Was he though? Should he? Yeah, oh. he was like twelve. At oh least. yeah, so was, like... I'm thinking. I'm thinking about um, death masks, but really he was born in or in uh, Great Peril. Fifth so the so yeah. fourth book,
2: right? Yeah, and it's what thirteen books. Today's thirteen right. years. That kid is thirteen now. Right, yep. if not crazy.
1: Now. Sounds about right. Anyway, so the main point of the story is Harry gets visited by three ghosts. Except they're not actually ghosts at all.
2: Yeah. And Mouse has to help them put together the bike. Because Mouse is the one who knows how to read. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mouse is yet again smarter than Harry. Right. I make some cracks about Harry's intelligence, but the one that really got me was the the peace talks moment. So, okay, so who shows up first, right? Was it... Mab. Uh, it was map first right mm-hmm. okay
0: so Mab, michael
1: yeah i mean technically but yeah but we so went Mab, over Mab shows up with a gift but they have this nice little interchange about harry's like yeah except i work for the winter court and i'm not fucking taking a gift from you especially one that i haven't earned mm-hmm. and she goes on about how she's got obligations to all of her vassals mm-hmm. and things like that and then gives harry a ring that will give uh, Maggie Jr. magic powers from a certain children's Disney movie. Frozen. I did not get that reference. You didn't get that it reference. It
2: came from a Danish author.
1: <laughs> Which is, a, is a, it must it, be an H. HG, uh, Anderson. And they frozen. All but said it. I mean, yeah. they literally everything, like, including the wait a minute, is this going to like freeze people solid and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I didn't get the frozen reference. I just didn't get the power. Like that, it was from Frozen. Yeah,
2: yeah. She, she just Elsa, copied you know, everything that was from Frozen for Elsa and gave it to Maggie. That's why it's like they did this in the movie. Why would I cheat her? <laughs> right, right.
1: That's <laughs> it was such a mad moment, dude. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, we're gonna go play with that out in the woods somewhere. You know, <laughs> like it made perfect sense, and it's gonna kill Harry. Well, it, well it's great though because shouldn't he like lock her up in a tower somewhere? I mean, she should get the full movie experience, right? So, yeah, but
2: Elsa locked yeah. herself,
1: so yeah, she made not her own so
2: commentary thing. about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, then a nice a nice little touch too. I think is that uh, there's a bit of continuity can, where it's until noon of the next day because that's right. what uh, that's the winter thing because uh, midsummer does until midnight. So that's a nice that's a nice bit of continuity over all the way back all the way back to book four summer night changes too. Yeah, we, yeah. I, it changes changes.
2: Changes. Changes. Changes.
1: I, I actually only, only think it's.
0: Made. it's made. Oh, I think you might be right. It might be changes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, When Leah gives him all the stuff for the battle. For sure. Right, of course sure. not. I'm not a summer. No.
1: <laughs> Very haughty.
0: Right. And then uh then uh he gets visited by none other than our favorite winter lady, uh, Molly Carpenter, with a toothy but, grin and who's not quite human anymore. We'll see how that yeah. plays out in peace talks. And then
2: Molly says that Sarissa is the one to that showed Mab frozen.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of family relationships still going on, too, which is nice. Well, I don't Sorry, to
1: I'm, say,
2: I'm, I'm, did Frozen I'm,
1: come out before uh, Cold Days or...
2: Well, oh, considering that the Josephine Files books tend to lag behind a couple years from us, right. maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, or the service and Mab are still having family time, which would be weird.
1: Frozen came <laughs> out in mm-hmm. 2013, so okay. it were oh, like, be like be right cold. about the same time. I think, right? Cold Days was twenty twelve. Yeah. It's a year apart. Cold Days twenty twelve for sure. And and Frost was twenty thirteen. Right, because wasn't it supposed to line up with the Mayan apocalypse? Mostly. Kind of. People hope, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, whatever it is. Okay. So Molly shows up Mm -hmm. and she brings a gift, right? Mm-hmm. which okay her thing was just the paper right so so she basically brings a gift she does a kind of similar spiel as mab where it's like yeah i've got to take care of my vassals and whatever and uh, her big bomb shell that she drops is the fact that winter took care of all the medical bills for all the funerals and all of the injuries for what happens in peace talks
0: specifically now, molly by the way i don't think it was winter winter molly yeah. acting in winter but it was Molly took the initiative to do that herself, right?
1: Sure. I, I'm sure that was that was part of it. I mean, that she would care, know would she? that was something that would keep Harry happy, I would imagine. And it's also mm. very fay, right? They talk about wear guilds all the time and making reparations under the accords. Sure. So sure. Mab is taking some kind of responsibility for whatever happened. Now that's all well and good, but the weird part in my brain that stuck out was that Harry immediately remarks that it's a prime number. And it's probably fucking huge because we're talking about thousands of people, medical, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. prices and things like that. So I was like, holy shit, Harry's really good at math. That was kind of my takeaway for that is because like you get, (laughs) you get little tidbits of how incredibly smart he is sometimes because he always kind of disparages his intelligence and whatever. He's having trouble putting together a bike, right? And you'd think he can summon demons and follow instructions and follow rituals and whatever. Dude is smart, but you know I mean, that's always the sideline to him cracking wise on his own intelligence. You know, if you think about, if you think like, if you think about how he explains, uh, what's her name with the fire uh, in, in Skin Games, sure. Yeah. yeah. If right. you think about how he explains how how difficult what she's doing is, and he's like, then we can start you off with going through a bonfire. That like kind of gives some context to how hard like magic actually is to do, and how smart Harry probably like he's like you say he is actually very smart, but he just he downplays himself a lot. Right, yeah. because e- either way, I mean, he's either memorized it, you know primes in orders of magnitudes above what we would deal with on a regular basis or he was able to calculate it which of course would be even more amazing but it it just it was a shock to me because it's both you know the fact that it's probably a very large number considering the number of casualties that were involved and the fact that he just kind of looked at it he's like huh it's a prime number if you drop the cents off the end of it and it's like holy shit (laughs) like how would you know that so anyway that was me being a nerd about him being a nerd Mm-hmm. It does th- specifically think, think he, that... he doesn't. He doesn't. As a memorized, anyway. I think he's, he 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 could like figure it out. Something be weird that, that he had it memorized.
2: Something that stood out to me is during his exchange with Molly is she says to him, "You risked an awful lot, getting in everyone's face after the battle. It helps mm-hmm. a whole lot of people, which makes me think that he took some part of responsibility of putting things back to right, and maybe that's why Molly slash Winter." felt obligated to help pay off the bills
1: or that is a bunch of people contributing to the check. You know, it could be a bunch of parties
2: and Maybe. they're just
1: giving it to through winter. That could be. And I'm, I'm not really surprised if he got in people's faces. I mean, a it's in character, but B from what we know from the first chapter, he's helping Ramirez with security. Mm-hmm. So it's his duty and obligation for both white council and winter court to be in people's faces about shit going down on his watch. Yes. So, yeah, I Absolutely. mean, actually that kind of makes sense. Maybe winter's taking responsibility because their night fucked up, <laughs> you know? Sure. Plus he mentions that she made a lot of enemies this past summer during it. So Molly specifically. Well, right.
2: this is, it's just in character for both Harry and Molly as they have been before they got involved with winter is Harry said, you don't get to do bad things in my town. And then Molly took up that quote unquote mantle after he was gone. And one of the things of them remaining human, at least in their own minds, might be of no matter what other obligations, I'm gonna stick to that still. Which might mean both of them together decided to take obligation onto winter.
1: Uh, Yes, that's possible. Mm -hmm. I imagine it's easier for Harry to do that than it is for Molly though. Molly probably has a lot of you know, I don't think she can just be like, yeah, that's on me in winter. He can, because he's Harry, because he's him.
2: It could be, but maybe her position as a queen, even if it's the lesser, is making more bargainings and in order to get more obligations from others as well. I take care of this now, you pay me back later when we're fighting again. Sure, And that's then, something that might lead yeah, to it.
1: That just strikes me as a little different than taking responsibility that involves a prime number of Money that size, because that just seems like okay, this is on us, we got this. Mm. If it's more of a of a group thing, you know, Harry got in everyone's face, and they're all contributing to this Weir guild, or if it is entirely winter's and Molly's deal of fault, but um, I don't think she would just just because she feels responsible, I don't think she would take uh, incur the debt just out of hand
2: now. Okay. I don't think
1: it's a mm-hmm. Exactly. And Mab sure as shit wouldn't stand for it. I mean, money's money, I doubt she cares, but the yeah. idea of losing face potentially.
2: Right.
1: Uh, so but I guess we don't know yet. It's part of the problem. Right. Well, uh, so I mean let's let's tie it together a little bit for what we do know, right? So uh, because this this was the bigger takeaway that wasn't just heartfelt goodness and you know in character in universe moments. So we know that Ramirez uh, is going to ask Harry to be in on security. so he's going to have the cross um, the cross loyalties potentially, right. So we know that from the first chapter that came out what? Two years ago, you know, uh, around this time. So so spoilers, if you haven't read it, if you didn't back the Kickstarter, it's been a while. Um, but, uh, you know, so we know that's coming down. Jim has said that this is going to literally physically blow up in Chicago. Uh, I mean, everybody's going to sit down and have a nice old cup of tea. Right. But I think he's literally said, you know, bodies in the streets, the mortal community is not going to be able to, um, well, pretend anymore. They're not going to be able to pretend that this isn't happening. So, that's um, confirmed. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, there's a lot of speculation on, you know, like how many and whatnot, and people keep saying like thousands. And I mean, I think thousands is on the low end, um, you know, like single digit thousands. Let's put it that way. Chicago proper only has like four million people, and I think it's eight million in the greater metro. Right? I'm pulling those out of thin air, so I may not be accurate, but um, you know, so it's probably not like millions of people. But I imagine they blew up their like nice this, little convention center and
0: right, a city block and, or something
1: right so well they said so, the medical care was tens of thousands the funerals were for thousands more in this that's fair mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's several city blocks at a minimum right so kind of curious still what's going to cause all that i mean do we pin this just on the fomor? or are they trying their bomb thing again like we saw from bombshells do they complete some kind of summoning as much as I'd love to see a pit fiend walk around downtown Chicago or something like that, you know? So
2: There's so many actors in the peace talks that it's going to be a culmination of everyone, right?
1: Well, yeah, literally everybody who signed the Accords is supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. pretty much i mean it's still an open question like are we going to actually see dracul show up are we going to see Faravax again Mm -hmm. mavra you know so on and so on like how many people are going to show up in person and how many people are going to stiff them because they're d-bags kind of like when papa wraith sends thomas right he doesn't always show up
0: i figure it's going to be a meeting of all the non all the all the major powers Mm -hmm. and the former tried to do the bomb thing again like they did bombshells that's probably the best yeah, I mean, they they are probably gonna have to have something. I mean,
1: my thought the other day—decapitate, day
0: decapitate all the world uh, supernatural leaders with one fell swoop. Or
1: something. Well, that's the thing. Whatever they do, it, it can't just be localized to the one building that they're in. They're gonna have to have some sort of contingency, probably on the outside, that causes all this destruction. My thought was maybe they have like a, you know they start planting bombs in Undertown and bring bring city blocks down that way.
0: Right. It isn't. It isn't midsummer too. So I wonder if that's going to be near. Uh, it's in its summer. So I wonder if it's going to be near a major holiday or something when people are out and about. You know, maybe Fourth of July or something. There's explosions. Wow. Yeah, that's a possible. wild poll. That's a wild poll, But it's definitely in the summer. Uh, what I think is interesting on top of all this, it's not just that Molly paid for the funerals and the medical expenses and all of this. It's that Harry was the one who got the check, right? Was, did he actually get the check? He actually got a check with. Chris. Yeah, she physically so, gave him a check. So he, oh, he is saw. the one who is making contact with the bereaved and with the authorities. He's going to be the, 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 the person to talk to, the person to contact for maybe the FBI or whoever that we have that good, FBI, Tilly, right? The good FBI agent uh, back in a book or two ago. And uh, so I wonder if Harry's going to have a major stature as the face of the supernatural for those in the know. That or maybe it mean. wasn't a check. I'm I just reading it, it again. It, said, a it just said it had
1: one piece of paper in it with the number. Yeah. In, so. Oh, oh it was so a... okay. check if it was. Okay. Because I was thinking that too initially. I was like, Who the hell, why is she giving him a check? What the hell is he going to do with it? Right. Okay, I, so I just... think it was more like a bill or he knows. Yeah. Like, like this, this is, is the wear guild where we're taking care of it.
0: Okay. Okay. So that makes a little bit more
1: sense. Whatever
0: it is. So pointed out in the chat, pretty good question. How How he knows prime numbers. Apparently, remember apparently he was counting prime numbers after that encounter with Shagnasty. Mm-hmm. Uh right. So that is I mean that's
1: fair. But she was it, doing it was, on the fly. Right. That still just kind of belies. I mean I used to be pretty good at math, but at no point was I on that level, you know. So that's that's part of why I'm just like, holy cow, that's super impressive. But good point for sure. And so the final ghost, the ghost of Christmas yet to come, is not Rasheed, but Kringle. <laughs> Go figure. Well, a different mask, you know. So, mm-hmm. and, oh. and I mean, t- they're technically all the ghost of Christmas present, right? They all brought yes, presents. Yes, I know. So. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I just he was third, to therefore him. he gets the future. Right, sure. Which is funny, because he gave him the gift from the past. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say that, too, so...
2: Oh, wait, that's kind of interesting. Mav gives a gift for Maggie, which you could say symbolically is the future. Harry, Molly gives a gift for Harry, which is present, and then Kringle gives a
1: gift of his memory. Right. Mm, I that mean, te- technically, Molly gave him a gift for the past as well, you know, because that events, shit happened in summer. Present-ish, you know? in the past yeah. year. <laughs> right. Yes, you can make the argument if you want to be cute
0: about it. <laughs> And since we're all about the Dresden Files, we have to be cute about these things,
1: right? Probably,
0: the the Kringle moment is probably my favorite in the whole story uh, because it's, so it's just those three little little visits, those three little conversations, kind of three uh, Mabs being kind of a bit silly, Molly's being a bit maudlin, and then Santa has been a little bit uh, cheeky, but yeah, yeah. So, but Kringle there at the very end, that 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 moment where Molly or or uh, Maggie says. Santa got me a bike after he has been trying to put it <laughs> together. I mean that's that's exactly what everyone says parenthood is all about. Right. because right. he, he put rolls on right with it. Sacrifices, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't get recognized and you can't even get credit for it. <laughs> Santa did not do that at all. <laughs> Santa gave a warm cup of coffee and you know a personal appearance. Well he proved of the design at least. He said it was well put together. That's fair. that's that's true.
1: That's true. Yeah. So he got really, some I mean, recognition. It just happened his, to be from you know a Norse god, right? His gift, so, like, more actually, so than the coffee, even I mean, at least on Maggie's part, was you know the the showing face literally she, like now she's never going to be convinced santa doesn't exist or anything like that because <laughs> sorry spoilers kids for you all you know 11 and under out there listening but uh you know like she full-on saw him so like i'm proud of it every year i put out cookies that i also eat so <laughs> well you're selfish he wants them <laughs> right do you also put out milk? Well, yeah, you gotta have that with the cookies. Just like, so like when you put it down, in the kids see you gotta usher them to bed really quick because you want that milk cold. For sure, right? And it's like, okay, you just okay, put it back. You've seen place it. now go to bed. Papa's gotta get some milk and cookies, or you spill it out. You know, there's there's ways around this. Right. It's not a tradition here, by the way. We don't do that. Yeah. No, you don't have anything fun.
0: Yeah, we that's because we do,
1: your guy is not dressed in red. He's all red with the horns and the fangs and shit, right? He's Hellboy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. True yeah, story. Krampus, Swedish, right? <laughs> Swedish Hellboy. <laughs> he doesn't give you gifts. He gives you <sighs> your life back. <laughs> Maybe if you, it. It. Right. He you he lets you live if you've been. Why do you think? Why do you think the the Is Nordic it? countries have such polite people? Because they live by if you're naughty or you're nice. All right, so Santa's gonna If you, get, be if you, on you mean, go on the naughty list, you don't get cold. You get, uh, you get wake big. up with a horse head in but You don't get <laughs> cold here either. It makes you feel any better. So. I mean, we've kind of danced around it, but the gift that Kringle brings is just a cup of really bad coffee, right? <laughs> so <laughs> it's a cup of milk with a, like a splash of coffee. Yeah, right. The, the because that's how his dad coffee. made it for him.
0: The favorite right. coffee of the Dresden men, at least two generations of them. Maybe not. Well, Eb- m- I don't think Ebenezer had coffee. Well, he's not a Dresden. So. well, I suppose that's true. That's true. Yeah.
1: He's yeah, a McCoy.
0: They, don't you read the books?
1: He's the real McCoy, even so. <clears throat> But it's uh, <laughs> it's a very sweet moment. I definitely cried. So you should definitely go read it if you haven't read the short story already. Um, because... I about to say you should definitely cry. It's like, don't tell me how to <laughs> feel. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> don't tell how I'm not going to project my, my broken feelings. Yeah, but it's funny just because, like, the more I reread it, the more I try to get into some of the emotions of the books. And, like, it used to be, like, definitely changes and skin game and then after that it's more often you know like i know eg's gonna judge me for this but like every time he tells susan goodbye you know for the various books that's always heart-wrenching in some way uh um, really i'm cheering I mean, do what i'm cheering oh yeah me and eg you on the guys, same page which is the problem I know because that. you can't you only cry when lucio breaks it off so you know Don't you remind me of that? (laughs) That's right. See, you cry too. I just wanted to put that out there. (laughs) They were made for each other, damn it. Yeah, mysteriously, she was not counted amongst the survivors from uh, Peace Talks, so we don't know, man. Well, that list is a lot larger than people we can cross (laughs) off as actual survivors. (laughs) That list is pretty much everyone outside of the immediate carpenter household, Harry, Mouse, and Maggie. And obviously the Winter Queens. Right. Kringle.
0: Uh, Yeah, all of them, too. Even even Mother Winter, because if Uh, Mother Winter had died, then uh, that would have been. So that would have been I had
2: a question about Mother Winter.
0: Hmm. Really?
2: If Sab and Molly have to give gifts, does Mother Mm -hmm. Winter need to give gifts? And if she does, is she using Kringle as her proxy?
0: Possible, but I don't think uh, so. That'd be nice. That's headcanon. I'll do (laughs) it
2: winter one of her names is skull which is one of the norse norns sure yeah
1: did they give gifts no they were the fates they were the yeah, they were, they were the, the, the norse fates she decided they,
2: what you died as
1: she was the thread cutter you know she was uh, atropos Skull. those are the north of yep. greek and norse versions of the same thing basically yeah it was just waiting for some obscure thing why the fact that she was norse i mean i guess because she's in the same pantheon so you But he wasn't, he didn't show, ah, that's weird. Because because he didn't, he didn't show up as Kringle, but he, or he didn't show up as, uh, but Kringle technically is in the same route, right? Mm -hmm. And, but he was armed and armored, right? So he Mm -hmm. was like Norse Santa, even though it's more, a blending of both. Yeah, he's he's been Norse Santa every time he showed up. He wore chainmail even when they met in the pub. He
2: calls himself Chris Kringle. That is his name. Right, Right. At the time. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, here's the thing with Mother Winter. It's a nice idea, but she and Mother Summer are not part of the active courts. So I don't think they... One, they they can't show up either way. We know that. They would right. start warping the but household to go down. from the
2: self. obligation. I don't
1: mm-hmm. think so, because I don't think she's part of the active court. I don't think she has to.
0: Well, yeah, there is a descending, there is a descending order of power. It would have been more natural for it to be... Uh, uh, you know winter lady winter queen winter mother in that order because then you have the past present future and dickens also mirroring that uh but this seems like it's a, the descending order where you start with uh, after after michael you have mab then molly then kringle and kringle's just a powerful lieutenant
2: well kringle and, has to go in the end because that's when maggie wakes up that's just
0: that's true that's true that's true right.
1: And it's not like Kringle. Oh, I mean, Kringle himself, the mantle may not be stronger than Molly, but Vaterung himself almost certainly is.
0: Well, that's right. But he's operating under the mantle, which is super important. So, or the mask, whatever, whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's a nice idea, but by the same token, I it's not like Leah shows up or sends a proxy or anything. So, I don't think, and she has more connection to him than any of them.
2: Actually, thinking about this in retrospect, from from the time that he became a winter knight to this story, there's been at least, like, what, two or three other winters of which he never received gifts. So why did it happen now? Because after cold days, he was on the island for over a year. And Mab or Molly, what did he get?
1: From Kringle. He got free advice. So he uh, got advice from Kringle, but nothing from Mab or Molly
2: for that winter
1: well i mean molly wasn't th- the lady yet right well she, i guess she yeah kind right of, at
2: the end of cold yeah. days and then for yeah. the end, until skin game right if they had this obligation they didn't do it
1: i suppose and if we want to be cutesy again we can argue that molly taking the brain baby out that's that was my thought too and mab telling him that he needs to take the brain baby out So, I guess you can make that argument. You you know, Matt, why do one thing? You can do several things.
2: It just doesn't seem. There there seems to be the importance of this day based on the story. That, like, this holiday that she cares about is important and she recognizes that and she won't let other people interfere.
1: Well, the importance is the obligation i imagine if it's met even if it's met later
2: it's i mean okay. it could also be maybe she showed right. up and gave him a stick and says here you go and disappeared and well, we just never
1: about it. technically she didn't give him anything
2: right She true which also makes me think that they're grooming maggie from afar or when oh, she comes into her own powers,
0: They better get their fucking hands off my. Uh, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're saying she's being groomed for being the Winter Night Lady. Maybe winter not Winter lady.
2: Night, but like she's clearly going to have powers. Here's an introductory: how to have Winter powers for six hours.
0: Well, then <laughs> not, just, not just that. Remember, what, I uh, to say. What, you know what they say: start them young. Remember what Butcher was saying about uh, Molly or, or Maggie being somebody who uh, is. The, the scared the most at normal situations, but when things get creepy and weird and dangerous and scary, she's perfectly fine. She mm-hmm. gets it. She's calm.
2: She so hasn't yeah. been confirmed to have powers other than just the normal kid things of being able to see all the tiny monsters everywhere.
1: Sure, she's have powers, she has, powers.
2: She's gonna have powers, and uh, they're gonna they're fight together to together encourage and the, the her power, power, to play a with it for sure.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. Queen Mab is now her godmother, so sort of. No. Not really. Not really the godmother. But whatever. But she's she's operating like one. she's given the gifts, uh, training them and cooperating. That was enough to get Molly in line to be winter lady.
1: Not in a Hi. single evening. Yeah, really. And she had a lot more hands on training with Mab's yeah. friggin' lieutenant. This
2: well, I position think Maggie is the more sure. important thing?
0: But this is a first step. This would be a secondary or maybe even a primary reason for Mab to keep her options open. To get uh, a little, the first taste is free, right? Of the winter power, get get Maggie a little bit interested and hooked.
1: I yeah, but at the same time, like uh, she's a kid, but she's Dresden's kid, and if anybody is as obstinate or more obstinate than Dresden is, it's going to be his kid. So again, I don't fully expect that. It'd be like, oh, remember that one time I had winter power? I can't wait to kill again. But, yeah. if,
0: but if I'm just saying, if if Mab likes Harry for being obstinate, or can use him for being obstinate, and wants him to be obstinate, and you know, then why would he? Why would she not want Molly in the same way?
2: She does.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yes, I'm agreeing. I'm arguing for your side, director. Let's director, see. Let's see if Maggie actually gets her power.
1: <laughs> well, she's
2: at this point in the story. She's probably eleven or twelve, based on how she, she was ten in Skin Game. It's
1: been she's about to get powers. Then,
2: yeah, she's at the age. It's going to start soon.
1: She we'll figure it out. Like, Jim, Jim has said he's not even sure she's going to get powers. So she'll get and if she does. If she does, like she's Mama and Dad, Daddy throwing down in the B A B A T. Man, it's going to happen. She's going to have something. But yeah, like have mouse. We'll see. What more does she need? But yeah, she's gonna. She's probably gonna be the kind of late bloomer that like suppresses her powers because it makes her nervous. Type deal.
0: Mm, I would see other people like that. I don't think that'll be Molly. Uh, You're right. Molly has her powers already. Oh, no, Maggie. You know what I mean. I keep making up Too many Can end names? Mama, mama. Ma. Uh, kid. Along these Maggie. lines, however, to go back to the
1: original uh-huh. point is that Harry doesn't actually technically get either of those first two gifts, so that could be your answer there too for why he didn't get gifts earlier. If Mab is giving him out to vassals, you know, for example, he could have. She could have done something for Toot and Lacuna the other year, and Molly could have. Who knows but But yeah, they haven't really technically chosen either. They're just. And Lacuna is oh, Toot up did. With, Toots. Is Toots on Winter? Well, now. He follows Harry, because and Harry winter. follows Winter. Well, that's six of one, half a dozen I, the other. He's winter I know, but it's where's winter the I feel like the choice is a little bit more than that, though. Like, that seems, I mean, seems okay with it. He started wearing winter green or whatever that arm color was and that label, right? In cold days, or was yeah. it? It
2: could changes? be something technical about the fact that he was on Demon Reach and they weren't considered safe to go there.
1: I'm sure, mm-hmm. that's something, but. Yeah. Mab didn't seem too, too concerned about that, though, because like even Harry was like, I'll drop you in one of those little gems downstairs. And and she's like, OK, do it. You know, you might be willing to try you on this. Yeah, Yeah, you might be able to do it. But uh, think about the mortal realm. So the first time he caught her off guard after the ladies died. But from then on, she was like, all right, I'll play this dance with you.
2: I think that's a slight continuity hole that can't be fixed yet but i don't the, care because is a fun story
1: the gifts yeah 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 i i definitely feel like it's one of those yeah you didn't think of it at the time but it's a cute story i don't know yeah, so. exactly and since we're being cutesy
0: harry didn't get either <laughs> of those gifts so still works <laughs> So he, he just,
1: still hasn't been given a gift,
0: which is I would well, know. That's that's part of the point. Everyone always says, you know, you get older, you don't stop wanting uh getting gifts as much as uh, as much as giving them. You know, I disagree. I mean, that's it, what makes Harry happy is uh, seen. Uh, Maggie I said the right name this time. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's a hapless mortal to death. Well, get, get her bike that he's been spending the whole story trying to put together. That the dog had to help him put together, you know. Uh, so Dude, all of that, he didn't even get summer. any sleep.
1: It didn't take him that long, so.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's not the point. I and mean, the point, the point is, the point is, it's about uh, sacrificing something. I know Jim doesn't write in themes or meanings. He just kind of writes what he writes. But that's kind of a consistent thing throughout. Like it's about uh, memories, or a recurring thing throughout this. But then also uh, sacrifice that doesn't get recognized. But you know, you don't you don't mind so much. It's just kind of him him growing into being a parent.
1: Well, on that part for sure. I mean, we've we've had that with Zude and you know mm-hmm. Christmas Eve now. So it's definitely going to start impacting him in in a lot larger ways. You know that'll we'll start to see I'm sure in peace talks and I mean that's that's gonna be crazy, like imagine him not run into a burning building because he's like, "Well, shit, I've got a kid now, you know or something, so I just to see that kind of hesitation will be interesting I just can't imagine Harry not like if someone's in danger, not not doing. The thing, the well, hairy thing. I, I mean, I get it, but he's not going to take, I don't imagine he's going to take as many chances, you know? Mm. So, because because he had he has that talk with her in Zude, right? You know, the whole, like, this is what I do. And, like, she, she does that too, right? She's like, these kids are in trouble, so I need to help them, because that's yeah. what Dad would do.
2: I mean, he had okay. that conversation with her and basically decided, even with the kid, he can't stop doing the important things of protecting the people around him. He might try to find smarter ways of doing it, but he's still going to do it. That's fair. Justine wouldn't have given birth yet, would she?
1: Well, no, because that's... That's part of the first chapter, too. Yeah, right? She's pregnant. But
2: it depends on how far along she is. Obviously, she could be near. I don't know. True,
1: true. Yes, I know. Here we go. She, mm. because everything happens in Peace Talks, she's going to give birth on screen because she's going to be in the hospital with the lights flickering and the explosions in the distance. And because it's like, think of every like Hollywood disaster film, right? You've got to have yeah. that scene with the pregnant woman in the hospital, like freaking out while or, like God the, knows what's happening out there.
0: Or like the main character's mom works at the hospital while, you know, his dad <laughs> is a police officer. So you see all the destruction and the people in danger. Yeah
1: okay so charity and michael will cover that one because i don't think i don't think margaret's coming back for this this episode so (laughs) or that that would be fun in some way that somehow they get something over on harry and he's the destruction because they've got mom now okay now it's just getting crazy so all
2: right someone in the chat just said uh The reason that Mab didn't give gifts is because he didn't participate in the holiday before.
1: Ooh. Okay.
2: I guess he had no reason to until he became dad.
1: For me.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Loophole. We got it. Wrap it up. I'll take it. Wrap it up because it's present. Just, uh, okay.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. See, I got the puns.
0: Yes. dad jokes and everything.
1: We're going to have to. Yeah. Sorry. Uh,
0: You're you're a level four dad. Is that it? At least. Yeah. You have uh, three times a day dad jokes, or is that an at will cantrip?
1: I'm not sure if it's even at will so much as it's compulsory. Like, you know, some people would call it a curse. It's just like as it happens, you just do it. So. Yeah. My favorite is when people try to tell me the dad joke. It's like, really, dude, you get the manual. Well, you know, like as soon as they're born, they're like, here's a diaper, a blanket, a little hat for their head so they don't get cold, and the manual of 1001 dad joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, since we said pretty much everybody except the characters in the story are going to die, we're talking about <laughs> Murphy. Talk about yep. Thomas. What's the over/under on Ivy Dine? Zero. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I think I think Ivy might have, be temporarily in danger and turn out safe. Maybe mm. it a bruise
1: or two. Kincaid's the pit fiend. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So go. they Here's try to you. go after Ivy, and for some reason the Denarians wasn't enough. But this time he just like hulks out and just starts smashing buildings. So.
0: What about uh, all the supporting characters in the Chicago PD, other than Murphy, as well as Murphy herself? I don't think they I, I was gonna say that would essentially only be two people. It would be oh Stallings hell no! Or, You're, you you don't Rollins.
1: been a mess with my Rollins. I I think I think it's more likely we're gonna see the FBI. You know, because we're gonna have Rich and uh, Tilly. Yeah. yeah. He's gotta so, live though.
0: He's, yeah, he's only been sure. in the once. He's underused. But the other guy is ready to die. So I think he'd be a sacrifice on the altar well drama.
1: Here you go. If- Rich takes baby sister's last name. So he's technically a Murphy now, and it's his funeral. Okay. So. Right. That
2: would be interesting and uncomfortable for Karen. Uh if, if Rich shows up something, probably she's got new little nieces and nephews that fathered by her ex-husband and her younger sister. And then Rich dies in the catastrophe and she gets to feel very uh, torn and unhappy.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, It's to me, it's practically a given because I've just kind of like, I, despite what Jim says, like we haven't really actually seen one of the Scoobies die yet. Right. So it's not off little, the table, but I, I certainly don't think we're going to lose like two or three of them. Uh, I also, and, and I have a tough time thinking it's going to be somebody like Yale Murphy or Thomas or whatever.
0: You know, I, it, so, uh, Butters is not going to die until book twenty at least, because that's when the Denarians yeah. show up again. He'll die then, but I don't think he'll and die. Until Thomas takes
1: really. out the sword.
0: Well, maybe different sword. He's he, he'll have only been uh, he'll have only been a knight for. A, a chapter and a short story, and then, yeah, well, then that is still too much. I mean, I'd be happy with that, but the I don't average, think it would narratively pay off. The you know, average is a day. Was,
1: yeah, um, in, in most cases, you pick up the sword for one single mission, that's, and then yeah,
0: but narratively though, it doesn't, it hasn't built up like that. It's he's just kind of mentioned that it. it's not how it's, oh. it's been. I actually into.
1: noticed something. In uh, oh fuck, that's not what we're talking about now. I'm going to mention it. I forget it. Like that yeah. guy varies. Uh, Butters is sewing up Harry's leg in Deadbeat because we're rereading for the retrospective episode. Oh, and he has, doesn't true. have his glasses because they broke when Gorane grabs him, but he can't see fine. Later in the short story, he can't see for shit without his glasses.
2: Well, so I say does deteriorate you know, just... over time. Yeah, but so have... that much? I don't, <laughs> don't know. He's got to be don't have glasses.
1: Now. And he talks about how it's been like that his whole life and he was scared people took his glasses. The moral of the story is Butters should die. uh
0: let's see any
2: character you like
1: yes many i don't think murphy's gonna bite it in this book just by the sheer fact that i don't think it makes sense for her to be heavy in this book she should be in pt at most she shouldn't be part of these events at all
0: right and if she is i'm gonna be even more pissed off yeah karen karen is not gonna die but i think it's one of the other murphys almost certainly like mama murphy or, uh or a yeah, piece of the you interview. go. She came
1: to bring Harry a piece of cake for the Peace Talks <laughs> and then got a block dropped on her head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or there's like, I don't know, it could be something completely innocuous. If the Peace Talks is happening in convention center, they're in one room of the convention center with all the weirdos who just kind of teleport in. And then another room of the convention center is for knitting convention and Mama Murphy's there. No, it's the it's... Murphy
1: family uh, reunion, because it was, in the summer, it? The it was during the summer, wasn't
0: it? That was during the summer
1: in Blood, right? So it's, they it's instead temporary. of going to a park... It maybe a, there it is, the park gets overrun by like ghouls, and they eat them all, the Murphys. <laughs> and
0: then only, only Mona Murphy keeps cool. She grabs the sidearm of uh, uh, one of the police officers and gets a defensive position behind a picnic bench, picnic bench and starts shooting, because she's Mona Murphy.
2: I think Tilly is in danger or he's going to be safe, which is a really dumb thing to have said, but like, I can
1: see both ways. So he's got him. two options. He could either live or he could die.
2: Those I are two like, options. I feel like he's heightened in danger because he's one of those good guys that would hurt to lose. Mm. But mm. if he survives, his uh, minor talent to be able to tell, to figure out if someone's telling him the truth would certainly help now that the whole lid's been blown off on magic mm. for the FBI and trying to keep people safe, which is something that he would try to do. Yeah, That's a good just- reason to kill him.
0: He's going to be the new point of contact for Harry Dresden. Tilly's like the national level contact for Chicago's only wizard in the phone book.
2: The Paranet liaison.
0: Right, exactly. But for the, for the government, I'd, for, I'd say for the spooks, he's, he's, he's the point of contact between the spooks and the, the people in the uh, and intelligence gathering. Um, more, like, more like Gary, more than like Gary than anything else
1: it is it is one of the things i i expect to see him come back as is that he might be those government types that show up and that's part of why i think the fbi is going to be involved you know mm-hmm. yeah. it's too too obvious of it like an x-files crossover to to not get somebody to show up if they're even incidental to the story i just feel like there's just too much weight one or the other or both is going to show up You know. They'll mysteriously have been assigned as partners to each other, you know. So you, you they're together and whatever. But
0: what if the Eves are the big bad this time, rather than the Fulmore? The Eves no. break out of the Earl King's <laughs> lair. They're dead. Okay, fine. I
1: was gonna say if they if they're still alive, then I'm downgrading the Earl King as anything worthwhile.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, well, I,
1: I really dig the theory, and it's just one of those like until it's happened on screen, we can't say right. But yeah. Like it's a fantastic theory, other than the fact that, you know, they were captured by bloodthirsty goblins who said whoever loses this duel is going to lose their life, you know, so they're pretty much dead. then again, the Earl King said he would like kill Harry and he's never dead. Yeah, well now he respects him. Well what uh, what if what if there's some he kind got of over it. now he's the man in black. Like good luck. He moved on, work. most likely I'll kill you. Yeah, in the he moved on. Why right? yes. not? almost <laughs> like, like kill you in the morning he's, he's outrun him twice and he completed a duel right on his dinner table i mean uh, the second time he outran him was kind of like we'll give you a 20 minute head start you know right like they threw that one for him that's that's the damning evidence is that even harry was like come on even i caught on to you guys throwing this one for me so, no no, i'm talking about in, in proving guilty definitely- Oh, okay.
2: That might have taken away uh, any obligation, going to say, that Earl King needed to kill Harry because he won the hunt from them.
1: Mm-hmm. He won. Yeah, yeah right. You either join hunt. or
0: you know, <laughs> die. Join or it? die. Join or die, yeah. Mm. Uh, I keep... Hmm. Hmm. I had a thought. I'll have to think about it. Uh-oh.
1: His, hold on, guys. His brain cell
0: is busy. I was gonna
1: say, <laughs> His hair is curling as we <laughs> <Right>. loading. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the hellfire smoke is just. You
0: gonna share? Girl, I'll just free free to go. I just <laughs> forgot. I just forgot what it was. After okay. hey, will come back to me. Hi. Uh, hey. Anyway well I, what if what if there's some kind of conspiracy like the this is if, if Molly made a lot of enemies, then there's a lot of people who are mad at Molly and then that means the problem of a lot of people from different backgrounds. So what if there's a conspiracy at the peace talks to sabotage the peace talks by some kind of uh, fifth column uh, within the major powers? Who
1: yeah, don't like only more. for what she
0: does, or yeah, or, you know, all the, the black calls. council.
1: <laughs> I right. You mean the thing that has been happening throughout the entire storyline? Yeah, yeah well. some sort of secret cabal.
0: Okay, fine.
1: And yeah. What yeah. if there was yeah. some kind of black <laughs> council that was left behind this? There is no black <laughs> council. Fucking shit up. <laughs> Thank you, Ebenezer. So no, well, no, okay, okay. but I'd say but, I'd
0: say second. Yeah. I was thinking a completely different entity, rather than just everything's the black council. Which I mean, Jim could write it that way. That would still fit. I would I, figure it would just be uh If you're going like, to have
2: another weird faceless enemy, you're going to start getting too much, I think. It's
0: already I, not not exactly
1: 100% clear if the circle is the Black Council, I, though it probably is.
0: I think it's just or people working at their own purposes. The
2: Black Council, the Outsiders and Nemesis, they're not completely tied up yet.
0: I, I think right. it's mostly people working at their own purposes. I would say that the Black Council even works like... Uh, they have a unified purpose. It's they manipulate people from behind the scenes to get them to do what they want to do already and change them by that way. And I think he, that, okay. that would be the Black yeah. Council just pulling the strings on individuals who would still be following their own purposes that they already want to do. So it's yes. not a second... Yeah. But no, I'm, but I'm I mean, the whole,
1: the, the whole point of the Black Council is that they're either kidding themselves into thinking that they can use the outsiders and that sort of general influence for their own gains, or maybe there's a couple of true believers among them either way. Yeah. They have their own general goals, um, but they're still working against what you would consider as team reality. Cause they're working with the people who want to fuck it all up. Or blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's, there's still more craziness that it'd be like more of a deadbeat conversation to have because like, having just read the part where Cal and Kamori catch up with Dresden, like they talk about how, well, Cal Cal's uh, line after he blasts him the first time is how disappointing, right? That mm-hmm. I thought you'd really be prepared for the big leagues by now, which to me felt like it implied that he had been setting up all this shit to challenge Harry so that Harry would step it up so that Harry would be ready to play with the big boys, which is like something that, you know, we've kind of seen before anyway, where it's just like, well i don't know, know other if parties are getting him ready for something
2: I don't know and... if cal was doing that specifically to Dresden or just seeing it as a byproduct of the things because cal is Petrovich and then you would see stuff going from the council but mavro is clearly doing the same thing with Dresden and right. we don't see her from after deadbeat at all but if they're doing peace talks do we expect to see her there Except I think Jim no, said she's going to um, be in *Mary Mirror. Mirror so. Yeah, so I, I guess not, but I, I that, that still it. seems kind of
1: strange. I mean, well, it doesn't preclude her. I mean, she was in Blood Rights* at least, in the shadows, and then she pops up again in Deadbeat, back-to-back books, so I suppose it's possible. I yeah. was going to say, it could tie it up nicely with the whole, you've come into my town, when he pretty much tells her right after Deadbeat, right, to, like, if he ever sees her again, well, here's it something is. else we know that Mirror Mirror doesn't take It's not like the end of the book is going to be and I got pulled into another dimension because that probably would have come up in this short story. <laughs> That's right. fair. Right. That's fair. So it's going to be, we're back to the jump in a more normal six months to a year timeframe between the case files. Right. That's
0: interesting. Hmm. Mm.
1: But the other thing with Cal is, I mean, let's face it, if he's behind everything that happened in the first few books, more or less, he, and Harry's the one who kind of thwarted all that, even if he's not preparing it for him, he could have at least at least formed an opinion of the guy who's been countering him at every step and then been like, oh, this is the idiot that's been messing it up for
0: us. Right. right. Do we know I feel who so dense with calls- Colin Kamori. do we know. Like, who-
1: I didn't realize until this read through that that warble in their voice is not like how they actually sound they're using a spell to hide who they are. Yeah. I had the same <laughs> I had the same epiphany. No, I'm I, I'm not even joking. Like listening to it this time it was like, "Oh, they're just doing the fucking gatekeeper thing probably or whatever." Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't realize it was like they're hiding kind of. It's just like, "Wait, they just sound weird cuz black magic or whatever." Well, and I, think, I think it's been used as evidence in in the whole, like, are they Simon, are they whoever, you know, type of stuff. We're like, well, no, because, you know, Elaine doesn't sound like that. So, you know, it's not Kumori, you know, but I... I well, most people would think it's her because, they're you know, just masking her voice. That's the other opposite end of the spectrum. Right. Harry and would recognize them. To her, her behavior just doesn't jive well enough with Elaine for me, you know. Definitely like, not, no. Yeah, so... There's just too too much like, I mean Elaine always lays it on thick when she is back with Harry, and that's what makes me suspicious. Is the fact that she's you know coming on to him like a an ex girlfriend, like oh I made a mistake, take me back type of stuff instead of like Kumori's just like, look, let's all be reasonable here. Let's not be an idiot, you know type of stuff. The mind, Preston. Yeah, we could all be immortal, right? Yeah. You managed to sneak deadbeat into this topic anyway, Woo-hoo! with five minutes to spare.
2: Super it's professional podcast a, we are. So we to our time, You know, if heartbeat. we had a
1: director that knew how to keep this thing
2: on the. <laughs> <laughs> I do have the uh, remaining question of: Do we know who actually called the peace talks? Is it uh, anyone
1: officially of someone saying, "Hey, let's all get into a group." I think the speculation is mad, Was but wasn't it Mark Home? I don't, that's why I'm asking. Well, interesting. I, I well,
0: we I don't know for sure then. It might be white council specifically because, uh, Ramirez asks Harry to do security. So the white council is involved. Everyone's
2: going to be caring about their own security, whether or right. not they call it just because they're planning on going there. They need to cover their own asses.
0: So it's not, it's not event wide security that he's doing. He's doing wizard security. Is that what we're saying? Maybe. I'm
1: pretty sure. That's what I took from it at least. Okay. I mean, it seems like even for him taking care of all those entities on the security measures Isn't, seems isn't like, the Wintercourt hosting? It, I uh, well, I'm it's pretty a, sure is in the hosting. It's Mab's Accords. So, right. yeah. Well, regardless, well, it's, it's her box. skin in the game. Yeah, I, I get you. I'm just saying, like, she, she presumably would be presiding in some capacity.
2: I like, assume Mab is going to basically be Follow my rules at this peace talks, or else. But that she may not have been the one who called it.
1: Right. No, I don't think she is. We've well, had a I mean, lot of map centric recently. This seems like it's going to be Molly focused. Well, he does work for her. Well, yeah, but I mean, my point is, in general, I don't, I don't think she's going to be the main. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Marcone that either calls it or is at least hosting it. And the and now whoever calls it, because I never actually read entirely the first chapter of the Peace Talks. So I don't remember if it was mentioned in it, or at least I haven't in a long time. I don't think it was. But it, it could have been even the Fomor that call it, and they're, the whole reason they're doing it is try to get everyone in one place so they can fuck them over, which also... Didn't, didn't we learn from... Vlad uh, Tepes? No, the... Um, <laughs> uh, bombs? That, um, um, the one with all the girls.
2: Bombshells. Bombshells, Bombshells. Yeah.
1: Mm don't 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 go to uh peace talks with those guys <laughs> right Well, they're doing it so obviously don't they go have to a party with a filmore cuz they will literally blow your roof off yep so i i don't remember exactly who it was but yeah harry's running i i i suppose it's possible he's running for the whole venue that mm-hmm. seems like a lot and it seems kind of redundant when some of these entities are like the next best thing to a demigod yeah so it- He's probably running it for whatever uh, cabal the, the council, so whatever two or three senior council members there rustling up for this thing. I mean, I guess one of them is going to have to be Ebenezer. We, I'm pretty right. sure he, we know he, that. It's
2: only a what, two or three hour drive for him to get there. There's no reason for him to not be there.
1: Well, not only that, he hasn't seen him since he's dead. We know there's at least one yeah. word of Jim that we find out what him and Thomas, their yeah. deal is going to be in the next book, and that's Peace Talks.
0: And it he's makes the most sense
1: deaf, if, if he's, he's the gonna, briser, you know. Right. Like. And it, yeah, and it, yeah, and he could, and he's a potential death. So, yeah, I, I find it hard to believe that he'd be there on his own though. I mean, they're al- almost, no, I think like it's going to send gonna be... what Christos is the, the asshole of the week right now. Right? I mean, so, I, I could see him trying to weasel his way into it. So it's like him, Martha Liberty and, and Christos type deal. Right they have got a piece to mm-hmm. Christos function, right? Like who what he do right. those Right. Parts. He's gotta be involved in everything. So he's, you know, he's busy grandstanding during the Red Court meeting Yeah, the only one now.
2: left on stage with the Red Court vampire.
1: Right. <laughs> so you know I mean, so that's another reason. So Eb is there Eb has all the reason to be here f- that we just laid out. Plus he probably wants to keep an eye on Christos. So Right. Assuming he's part of it. I can't wait for Harry to actually like chat with that guy and just like smart off to him. And Christos never having anyone smart off him probably and be super well, mad. I mean, didn't he do that a fair bit in Changes? No, I don't think it, he I even talk, ever talked to him. Like really? Oh no, yeah, did yeah. From the from the, the stage, right? They're I so guess we'll get done. that in about three more months when we read Changes.
0: yeah. <laughs> What it is. Okay, so final thoughts. Well, anyone? thank you. For, is, this, is this it? Yes. So, anybody's got something else? Fine, I think we pretty you? much
1: covered it. Ben, you're going to take us out?
0: Oh, of course. Well, oh, Hey, okay. this has been a production of the Broken Jars Network. Okay, yeah, the Dress of the Files prodca- podcast is brought to you by all of us at the Broken Jars Network. Uh, and we have a whole Did bunch of other you, podcasts. An
2: end of year special of yes. Christmas. And we'll that continue Christmas is, part is, two is it, next time with Colin.
0: Is that over at the, uh, uh, at, the uh, at the Broken Jars podcast thingamajig? Itself? Yeah, it's on the yeah.
2: website, at xyz. I made Jacob upload it this morning.
0: Excellent.
1: You've, got to, You've got to look below the shows. There's a little teeny tiny button for mm-hmm. holiday specials or whatever it was. Yeah, because
2: so. the current banner at the top still says 2017 end of year special. I'll change that eventually.
0: <laughs> and bring a snack because it was a long episode <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so go check that out we also have a bunch of other podcasts we have great scott getting into the uh the uh episodes of back the, to the future well cool. yes. is it back to the future they're in back to the future okay good uh last time i think next time they're talking about uh, the office however uh so there's that there's also high fantasy which is on hiatus joke never gets old uh, <laughs> go check out uh, go check out stuff. Sim Talk, which is not have this Jacob, but another Jacob, and it's about say the uh, superior one. professional professional simulations. Yes, Sim Talk has the superior Jacob. That's correct. Uh, and uh, go check that out. It's actually doing pretty well for itself. Uh, what else we got? We got uh, Dangerous to Go Alone. This is also Hiatus Dead isn't it? I think so. What, what I guess else? you could call it that. What else we got? That's it. That's it. Okay. That's that's it. It. Just look
1: forward, that's to and then whatever Ben's doing. Comments. next.
0: Whatever I'm doing, I don't, I don't yeah. know if I'm doing anything yet. I have to figure out how to record a comic. Me and Justin is starting a programming podcast soon. <laughs> oh really?
1: You know, I've been going through Flask, so I might actually have some flashy shit to to show people eventually. So Ooh. yeah. <clears throat> okay. So okay.